Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah. Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more info. Yo, 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 what's up, everybody, and welcome to TSP Wagers. I am your host, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks Lats. Here, as always, with my partner in crime, Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson. We are being brought to you by Tavour. Make sure to go to tavour.com or download the Tavour app straight to your mobile device from your app store and use promo code TAPROOM for $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. How you doing tonight, Benjamin? I kind of switched up the intro a little bit there. You did. You definitely did. You started off with your iconic uh, yo, 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 though. So, I mean, everybody knows we're listening to uh, to the two of us. Something TAPROOM, you know? Yeah, exactly. But uh, I'm doing well. I'm... uh... Man, it feels like it's two o'clock in the morning right now. Just uh, got that yawning going. So hopefully this uh, this beer will kind of pump up my spirits and get us get us for, back in the game. For those that don't know, Ben just turned fifty years old yesterday. So oh, make sure to break. holler at him Fuck at Tap Sports Podcast on Instagram. Fuck off and wish him a happy birthday. <laughs> uh, what are you sipping on tonight, Ben? Uh, I'm sipping on uh, Jordan Stacks on Stacks on Stacks Lats, the douchebag. Uh, it's a 12 oh. of. Uh, That's probably the uh, best beer on the planet, to be honest. It's probably a 10 out of 10. Tastes like shit from uh, what I'm reading, but you know, <laughs> it, uh, it is what it is. Um, no, I'm, uh, I'm <laughs> drinking a beer called Things We Don't Say Tonight. Um, so this is another one in the, uh, the series of. Um, kind of breweries that kind of made it a point to, uh, you know, make a, a beer, you know, run through, you know, supporting mental health. Um, so there's a lot of, a uh, lot of information on, you know, both the, you know, the cans and the bottles um, for these different groups. This one is by Zipline Brewing Company. Um, and it's a hazy IPA coming in at 6%. Uh, Zipline is, oh, I just had this. Where is Zipline? Uh, Lincoln, Nebraska. So uh, a little, little bit different than we uh, we normally get. Right. We don't normally have some beers out of there. I heard zip line, and I was thinking like you know somewhere tropical or touristy. And you said Nebraska. Or, yeah, I was, I was like, thinking like tourist. Like yeah, <laughs> Nebraska. Where is there yeah. a zip line? Are, are there even trees in Nebraska? Oh, there's trees in Nebraska. I ain't trying to hate on Nebraska, but man, y'all ain't got it. It's like flat over there, isn't it, Ben? Yeah. Man, what a way to start off. Calling me uh, like two decades, almost two decades older than I am. Fucking <laughs> hating on Nebraska. Oh, well, this is going to be a fun one. I can already tell. Hey, 
I'm a coastal guy, all right? I've only lived on the coast except for Nevada. You call that except inland right a little now. bit. <laughs> but I mean, I'm like five hours from the coast if you think about it. I could like drive to LA pretty quickly. That's still um, pretty far. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's definitely not what I'm used to. You know, I'm used to living on the actual coast, so yeah. it's definitely a little different. But, and, and to be honest, like, you know, Las Vegas isn't my first place of choice, dude. You know, if true. I could have it my way, I'd be living in Santa Cruz, California again, or Seattle. But yep. that's here nor there nor anywhere. I was going to make a great point of joke from your beer, but then you like made it all serious about what your beer is about. And I was like, ah, that's probably not a good idea. So I'm going to stray away from that. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> I'm drinking an El Segundo Brewing Company. This is the clear AF IPA, AF being as fuck and it is very clear that's what it means yeah i suppose that's what the kids tell me nowadays there we go yeah because i'm almost 50 year old so. last week yeah. yeah so i'm almost 50 so <laughs> they tell me af means as fuck and that's cool stuff whatever floats <laughs> your boat these days but yeah man this is the el segundo clear af ipa tastes pretty good so far we're gonna see how it tastes the rest of the way um, haven't been too fond of their IPAs though. You know, I had that Stone Cold IPA. It was I wasn't anything special to write home about, but you know, we'll see. El Segundo, California. Lost my wallet in El Segundo, as De La Soul once said. Oh. Or not De La Soul. Was that a tribe called Quest or De La Soul? I think that was actually I think it was a tribe called uh, Quest. Yeah. I think it was a tribe called Quest. Yeah. Sorry for anyone I offended out there. But Let's hop into these games this week, Ben. So, you know, we're going to erase what happened last time we were on. Last time we were on, it was we went one and four. We still, hey, luckily, Ben, we have not had a defeated day. We've never not won a game. So we've always had at least one a game, which is positive. Yeah. All right. So we're going to keep it positive. So we didn't go 0 and 5. We went one and four. It was a rough, rough day. I was texting Ben. I was like, dude, this is one of those days where you can't even be mad, dude. You just laugh at yep. just how everything doesn't go your way, dude. No matter how good your handicap was or whatever, just didn't go our way, man. And that it, it is what it is. And we're going to move on, dude. Yep. We're going to move on. And we bounce him back this week. So we are really, really, really down to the wire in the MLB here. Ben, do you have the standings up by any chance? I do not. I can pull them up very quick, though. Because I know we, we've wrapped up the NL playing teams. I know we're pretty close in um, – we're pretty close in – Are we just looking a uh, wild card here? Everything. Well – Okay, yeah, so – Any playoff American positions League, are still open. American League East easily taken by Tampa Bay. Central easily taken by the White Sox. Um, and the Astros are five games up on Seattle. So I think there's Astros would have to lose out. Seattle would have to win out for them. So to Astros five. magic number is one. Yep. So um, they just have to win a game and they win the NL West. Yep. Or uh, uh, Seattle would or lose. Seattle a lose a game. Yeah. We've got, uh, we, we still have a, a, a little interesting bit for this final uh, American League wildcard position. You've got the Yankees who are two games up. Uh, you know, for that first, uh, that first spot. Um, and then Boston is currently a game ahead on Seattle and Toronto. 
Um, then you have Oakland, who are three games back, but I think they're technically out. They're going to be out. Right? They're losing right now. If they lose tonight, they're basically they're eliminated. Eliminated, yeah. Because the Yankees, the Yankees have uh, with Boston losing, Toronto losing. Will they beat Toronto? Yankees two games up. Their magic number is two, so they basically have clinched a wild card spot. Yeah, like mathematically, it'd be unbelievable if they miss the playoffs at this point. Yeah. So really, is Boston, Seattle, Toronto? Boston wins tonight, or I mean, uh, Seattle wins tonight. The game they're currently playing, it will be a half game behind Boston. Mm-hmm. Then we go over to uh, the National League. There's still technically a chance for uh, the Phillies to take the spot over Atlanta. Um, we've got, uh, you know, Phillies are three and a half games back in the National League East. You've got the Brewers who, I mean, even with the 17-game win streak of the Cardinals, um, you know, they're still six games up in the Central. And then the, the West is still technically open. You've got San Francisco up uh, by two games. But if we go into the wild card standing, I mean, LA is is in it, in it for sure. They're twelve and a half games up on this uh, this first position, um, and then St. Louis Cardinals, uh, they've they've wrapped it up. I mean, the Reds are the uh, the only team that's behind them, and they're six and a half games. So, you know, this uh, seventeen game win streak for for St. Louis has really kind of changed the changed the cards. <laughs> <laughs> change the cards um and, one, uh, zing trying i'm trying <laughs> um and uh i mean they've they've really taken it away phillies are seven games back in the uh the wild card right now uh san diego the wild card's over yep yeah sorry the wild card is over but phillies can take that uh that position against atlanta if uh yeah the so the only two playoff spots up in the NL is the NL West technically mm-hmm. because the Dodgers are only two games back. Right now, the Dodgers are playing. The Padres are up two to nothing. The Giants are up four to one against the Diamondbacks. So if six things finish four against the Diamondbacks. Six to four? The Diamondbacks yeah. scored again? Yeah, I don't know where you got four to one. It wasn't – I mean, it was four to one in the middle of the sixth when uh, Giants were on a, on a roll. Well, that was the last I looked – at the score oh yeah six to four right now who's winning giants giants six to four yep. so if things pan out there the giants magic number will be two so basically they just need a win and a dodgers loss or two dodgers losses or two wins yep um so that's the only and the phil so i'm sorry philadelphia for the al east they're three games back so Atlanta, their magic number is one right now. So all they need is a win or a Philadelphia loss, and they're actually playing each other yep. tomorrow. It's going to be a huge series. Yeah, huge series, which we're not going to talk about today. But that's here nor there I mean, nor anywhere. We can, we can switch things up. I mean. Not because I think the reason why we aren't talking about them, I don't think one well, of they them didn't have has a pitcher a, up. Yeah, they don't have a pitcher name, so we don't. We can't talk about it. That's yeah. why, because we did look at it. So if you're new to the show, Ben and I try to focus on games that have actual meaning. Um, if you guys ever want us to handicap a game, please tap in. We got NHL season coming up. Ben watches a ton of NHL. I watch the yeah. Sharks. Um, and then we have, obviously, NBA coming up. I watch a ton of NBA. Ben watches the shitty-ass Warriors. Warriors. Yep. I'm just joking. They're not shitty, but 
And I love Clay Thompson, by the way. Love Clay Thompson. I can't wait for uh, her, Thompson. But, you know, we got a lot of coming up, dude. And we have college football, obviously. Someone asked me to talk about the Fresno State game last week, and I was absolutely wrong on it. But I still stand by the handicap, even though I lost, dude. So let's hop into these three games this week, Ben. First game we're going to talk about is the Tampa Bay Rays versus the Houston Astros. Tampa Bay sending Drew Rasmussen to the mound. He's 3-1 and one with a 3.04 ERA. Houston is sending Luis Garcia, who's 11-7 and seven, with a 3.17 ERA. Right now, Tampa, slight underdog, plus 105 on the money line. Houston Astros, minus 125. Over-unders at 9. What do you think here? Uh, I mean, first initial thing looking at this, um, you know, looking at this game is to go under. I mean, you've got two good pitchers up on the hill. You know, Garcia definitely has the, um, you know, the the better record here, just in the sense that he's he's played more games. I mean, three and one, yeah, definitely has a better you know win percentage than eleven and seven. But um, you know, Garcia, I think, has pitched in at least nineteen for the record, but you know, probably 23, 24 here, um, you know, with his no decisions there, but um, you know, so, you know, with these two pitchers, they don't allow a lot of runs up. Um, Rasmussen Rasmussen, uh, hasn't been going deep into ball games though. So I, that would again, put me at, uh, you know, that first five under Um, he has been pitching. Let's see, four of his nine starts have gone five innings three at four, a three and a two, um, you know, but he's, he's been pitching since June 30th. He hasn't been pitching all year, uh, but he had, he's got great numbers for, uh, for September. He's got 19 innings pitched and four runs allowed. So, you know, and that's two against Boston, two against Toronto. So those are, those are good teams that he's been pitching there. Um, and, uh, you know, not, not allowing much. So I'd, I initially lean that first five under. Yeah, and no, I like the first five under too. And to kind of piggyback off what you said, first time through plate appearance for Drew Rasmussen, 1.56 batting average against 421 OPS against. He's only allowed six runs in the first time through the plate, first time through, through the batting order. Luis Garcia, on the other hand, First inning, first time through the lineup, that's where he kind of gets touched up, dude. First time through the or first inning, he's giving up a 274 batting average, 5.33 ERA, 16 runs in 27 innings pitched. OPS is 772. 27 so, starts. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I was a little off on my uh guesstimate. So here. I think if we're if we're gonna lean anyway, I think we take uh Tampa first five money line and I would probably lean the under too because as as the game progresses Luis Garcia gets better yeah um and he's good at home too and Drew Rasmussen on the opposite side is great on the road this year and to be honest Rasmussen's been good all year like there hasn't been a I think there's been one start maybe that he's gotten knocked up knocked around even if you could say that I mean his that would be his first start where he went, he was playing against Washington where he went two innings, two hits, two runs. So he's see. been solid. He dude. had, yeah, he had a walk and two strikeouts in that, those two innings too. So, you know, that's, I would not, I would not even say that that's a, 
you know, a touch up there. The rest of his games, he went one, one earned run like, against Cleveland. Yeah, he gives up like Boston. one or less. Yeah. He's played three games against Boston this year, pitched 13 innings and allowed three runs. And hey, uh, Baltimore zero, Philly zero, Toronto zero. His last start against Toronto two out of five innings like he doesn't go deep not at all but um you know he's he's a good young pitcher that that's gonna have some and tampa has the best bullpen in baseball too yeah so you have to take that into consideration so it's it's not like when he goes out they're throwing bums out there like nah dude they're throwing they're throwing heat all the way through yeah you know the the one little problem here is that you know, Houston and Tampa Bay's offense are number one and two in the league. Yeah, but I mean, Houston they're also runs, hits, and strikeouts uh, against. I think that's a great point, too, Ben, because I think these are two teams that could potentially very well meet for the AL championship. Oh, absolutely. Depending on their, depending on how the uh, bracket works out. No, nah, these are dead. They're, because the Tampa Bay Rays are going to be facing the winner of the wild card, and Houston is going to be facing the Chicago White Sox. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It definitely could be. That'd be a great series. It'd be a wonderful series. Great series. And I think this is a little sneak preview. Like you said, like these two teams are very similar. Although I think Tampa has the better pitching staff. I would say Houston probably has a better starting pitching. Tampa probably has the better pitching staff overall, if you consider the bullpen. And then their offenses, I mean, you could go whichever way you want, dude. They both are, are pretty decent. But I think overall, both these teams rely on their pitching first and foremost. Yep. Houston relies a little more on their starters. Tampa is a little deeper with their bullpen, so they don't need guys to go – five or six innings they can throw middle relievers out there that are going to shut guys down so i think that bodes well a little bit more for them the one thing i will say is that you know both these teams have clinched a playoff spot so are they going to be throwing their best relievers out there or are they going to be resting them up i mean we still have a we still have a little bit of time and both of these these teams aren't going to be within the um within the wild card so I don't think we'll necessarily see anything. You know, we'll we'll see them wanting to keep their their pitch counts at least up and not give them too much time to kind of uh, not necessarily slow down, but to uh, to lose their mojo. Yeah, man, it's fucking should be interesting. Should be interesting yeah. game. I think. I think my bet, my favorite bet of this game though is Tampa first five. Money line or Tampa first five money line. I think I like Tampa first five money line. We I agree with you too. Have a run. Yeah, I like oh, no, not, a, not great value though. Not great value. I think the under first five is good too. I like both of those. To I be like honest. the under. Yeah, I really do like the under, especially with both of these pitchers, you know, being pretty hot these last. Uh, you know, this last month or so. Yeah, I would take them both, dude. Okay, so First Tampa five under and first five. Okay, and then first five under. I mean, it's sitting at nine, so we're probably going to be at four, four and, and a half. half, five. Yeah. 
I would take it four and a half. If it was four, I probably wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, we'll put it at four and a half. Okay. All right, let's move. Let's move on to this next game. We got my Sarias Oakland Athletics, who are about to be out of the playoffs versus the Seattle Mariners. Uh, the Oakland Athletics are sending their best pitcher to the hill, Frankie Montas, with a 3.48 ERA. The Mariners are sending Logan Gilbert, who has a 4.92 ERA, 6-5 and five on the year. Oakland is the slight favorite right now, minus 120. Seattle plus 100 over under is sitting at 7.5. What do we think here? One's a little bit harder here. <laughs> Definitely a little bit harder. I'd... Uh... I mean, with the over and under sitting at seven and a half, that's pretty low. Um, I'd maybe put the first five over here because Gilbert does kind of get touched up a little bit. Um, let's see, has he pitched against Oakland? He went two and two thirds innings. Uh, I mean, this again, back in July, but two and two thirds innings against Oakland and allowed five hits, three earned runs. Uh, and then back in May, he pitched back-to-back games on the 25th and 31st. He went four innings, one game, allowed two runs, six innings the next game, allowed two runs. So A's do like to put up runs against him. Um, over the last, I mean, over the last five games, you know, he did pitch well against Houston. But then you add the next, I mean, even the next three games after that, though, five, nine, and five. Houston was zero, Houston two. Wow, he's pitched against Houston a lot this year. Uh, Houston two, two, one, and four. So four of his last five, we can look at nine of his last 10 have all gone over that seven and a half. And for, for Montas, it's a little tough to judge because his last start against Seattle was July 23rd. And that was really right before he turned the corner and became like this fucking guy that is an ace, dude. I mean, the second half of the season is a 2.33 ERA. And that was really his last bad start, if we're being honest. Um, so, I mean, as far as Frankie Montas is concerned. I mean, his last bad start was Kansas City. He went three and a third, eight hits, four runs. Okay, so that start was the first bad one since that Seattle start. Yeah. He's been he's been a, the A's best pitchers in the second half of the season, and that's not even a debate. He's five and two with a 2.33 ERA and 81 innings pitched, only 21 earned runs, and a 1.049 ER uh, whip. So, I mean, he's not allowing a ton of base runners. Yeah. And I would put on this first five over four because you know we're going to get that. No? No. Like Gilbert, though. Yeah, but I don't trust the A's offense. What the, A's offense are we getting? The A's offense that has, you know, hit him each time that he's pitched against them. I mean, but four runs, dude? Yeah. He's only given up three, two, two. I don't know. If, I don't think Montas is going to give up a run tomorrow against the Mariners, to be honest. So I would take A's first five money line here. 
Because I don't trust the A's bullpen, dude. That bullpen fucking sucks. And I don't trust the offense a ton, but I do agree with you that they could hit Gilbert. Will they get four more runs against Gilbert? I don't know. I'm not comfortable saying that. But I do think that they score at least one run and Montas shuts down the Mariners. Because Montas has been good, and Seattle's a swing and miss type team, and Montas throws that splitter, and that splitter is nasty. And he, he's been killing swing and miss teams, dude. He's gotten a lot of runs. Well, he's gotten a decent amount of run support when he's pitching, too. Well, look who he's playing, though, too. Houston, they won 14-2. to two. They got seven for him against That's Kansas true. City. Kansas City got 10. Um. You know he got. Maybe we stay away from that. The White Sox. I don't. I don't love the over under Ben. I. I just don't trust the A's offense. All right. Well, I'm going to take the over there, so you can take that as is. We don't have to take that as one of our best bets here, but. I do like first five A's money line though. With the way that Gilbert has pitched against them and the the runs that he's put up. All I'd go A's first five. I mean, it didn't hit today, but who do we have starting today? How's it hit the last two days? Bassett only went like four. Remember, though, he's coming back from the the face fracture. Yep. Anderson went four innings. Second he leaves, too, they lose a game. (laughs) Uh, What's their first inning numbers? Uh, Montas Logan Gilbert 1.17 ERA in the first inning 23 innings pitched only 3 earned runs Montas 31 innings 11 earned runs 3.19 ERA 1.95 1.95 or 0.195 batting average against OPS 3632 Montage Montage when he gets touched up is usually the second time through second third time through the order so Same with Logan no Gilbert. Yeah, I'm, I like no runs first inning too. I think we could take that. I think we go no runs first inning and A's first five money line. I know you like the uh, the under. I just don't I don't trust it. Oh. I don't hate it. I just don't trust it. Are both of these righties? Righty, righty. Seattle versus righties, 223. God, that's such a sad number. I mean, they're not good offensively against anybody. Yeah, yeah. righties, 238. Again, also sad number. Just yeah, the A's aren't good offensively against anyone either. Just all altogether this year, low batting average. Post All Star two forty two Seattle Post All Star two thirty seven batting two forty one. Oh, September A's have been August September A's have been hitting well two fifty two fifty two. They they have been hitting better, but their bullpen has been playing like shit. Yeah. Okay. So A's money line first five, and then no runs in the first inning. That's the thing with the A's, dude all season they just can't line everything up their starters pitch well and then they can't hit and they can't pitch in the bullpen 
then their starters can't pitch and their bullpen's lights out and they can't yep. hit. And then they can hit and their bullpen can't fucking close games. Like that's just how this whole year is gone, dude. Yep. It's been embarrassing as fuck. Um yeah, man, but I like see I like A's first five money line, and I definitely agree with you. No runs first inning. I like both those bets. All right. Let's move on to this last one. This Let's is a move good on one. to this last game. We got the New York Yankees who are sending Garrett Cole, who's 16 and 8 with a 3.08 ERA. Into Rogers Center, who has increased capacity. They now have 29,000 fans in attendance. They are sending Jose Barrios to the mound, who's 12 and 9 with a 3.48 ERA. Right now, the Yankees are the favorite, minus 115, slight favorite. Toronto minus, or I'm sorry, slight underdog minus 115. Um, no, I'm sorry, slight favorite minus 115. Toronto slight underdog minus 105 over under eight and a half. What do you think here, Ben? This is really a pick em. Um, yeah, it's basically a pick em. New York eight and two in their last 10. Cole has not been good in the last month. Cole has not been good, but they've been. Neither is Barrios, if you want to be honest. Yeah, they took, they swept Boston, they swept Texas, they took game one today. Today's yeah, game one today, seven to two. Um, we got worked by Cleveland. Then we turned to the other side. Toronto two and two against Minnesota. One and two, yeah, one and two against Tampa Bay, and then two wins, another two wins against Minnesota here. Um, Barrios has been good against the Yankees this year, too. Yeah, I mean, this is again just so tough. I mean, you look at uh, you look at the last three starts, you know, head to head that these two have played, and the Yankees York- are hot too. New York is is averaging 4.67 runs a game. Toronto is averaging 4.67 runs a game. Uh, if we go back to the last 10, Toronto is up 4.3 to 3.7. We're going to be in Toronto at home. Well, Toronto didn't play all their games at home, so we can't really look at that. Those stats. Away. Cole's been good against Toronto this year too. He's oh. two and one with a two point seven four ERA. Hmm. Yankees have been good on the road too. Cole, Garrett Cole's not been good in the first inning. Twenty nine innings pitched, fourteen earned runs. Oof. What about Barrios? Barrios in the first inning. Has been good, or he's been decent. 31 innings pitched, 13 on runs, 3.7 ERA, OPS of 842. Maybe we take a run in the first inning, dude. Yeah, I can see that. It's a pretty good bet. Toronto is hitting well at home, even though it's technically not their home. Man, September. No, they're at they're at home now. They're back in Toronto, dude. Yeah, now they're at home. September, they've been hitting 279. 
yeah they've been they've been raking dude it's just a uh yeah may and june they went well and then they just kind of slowed for july and august and then september back up Yankees and Toronto has Yankees. to win this game too. This is a must win for Toronto. Yeah. Absolute must win. Because of that, I'm taking Toronto money line, dude. That's a full game Toronto money line. And then no, and then I and then run in the first in the inning. First. Yeah. Who pitched today? Uh Hinjun Ryu versus uh uh Tyon. Tyon, Tylon. Yeah, you got pretty roughed up, huh? Yeah, he's a bit good in the second half of the season, though. Oh no, he only got. It was a two to one ball game after the fourth when he uh, he exited. Yeah, I had Toronto money first five money line today, and they did not cash. But no, two I do think. I do think that they they win this game tomorrow, dude. Toronto money line minus one hundred five, and I agree with you. A run in the first inning, yeah, for both the teams. You think both teams can get it? Yeah, or one. I one of them. One of them at least will. Yeah. Yeah. That's all we need. All right, let's do it. All right, so we're taking a run in the first inning. And we're taking Toronto money line full game minus 105. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's rewind. Let's recap. So the first game we have Tampa Bay versus Houston. We're going Tampa under Bay money line first five. Tampa Bay money line first five. And we're taking under first five, four and a half. Mm hmm. Second game, we have the A's versus the Mariners. In this game, we are going no runs in the first inning, and we're going A's money line first five. Yep. Last game, we have Yankees versus Blue Jays. We're going a run. There will be one run scored at least in the first inning, and then we're going Jays money line minus 105. Must win game for the Blue Jays. If they lose this game, they're basically out of the playoffs. So must must win yep i like it ben i like these bets <clears throat> what's your best play of the day um best play of the day is going to be that first five under four and a half in the tampa houston game um and then close second i do like that first five over four in the oakland seattle game all right my best bet is no runs in the first inning oakland seattle i like that one nice which means that there's probably going to be five runs scored in the first inning. <laughs> yep, get that over the, for me. <laughs> at the rate I'm going, dude. How is that beer yours? It's good, man. I mean, it's it's not the best IPA I've ever had. It's definitely, like, clear. It's it's nice, dude. It's I don't hate it. Uh, I don't better love than it. the other El Segunas that you've drank it's not. It's not better than the Stone Cold one. I like the Stone Cold one better. Okay. Okay. What about your beer? Um, so I had the things we don't say. Um, I was a little little torn on this one. Um, good, good hazy taste to it. Um, you know, good alcohol percentage level. Um, but this bottle was overcarbonated. Um, 
and it, it was just, a, I think, a, um, you know, an issue when they bottled it and, or maybe I didn't store it correctly, but uh, it was a little overcarbonated, which kind of, you know, when you get, you take a sip of beer and it just bubbles uh, even in your mouth and it wasn't, um, you know, it just, it, it took a little bit to actually start drinking it. And, you know, so I can't put that on the brewer. Um, so I'd still give it a good rating, but, um, you know, just kind of an unfortunate bottle that I got. So. Hey, better luck next time for both of us on the beers, but. Yeah. It's okay. We're making up on had, that bet. Yes. I was just going to say, I think because the beer wasn't that great, these bets are going to be fucking excellent. So hopefully y'all tail us. If you fade us, let us know at Taproom Sports Podcast on Instagram. Get us up at Taproom underscore sports on Twitter. Make sure to hit us up. Uh, hit Let me us up know on, what games. Uh, yeah, you know, what games you guys want? Twitter at Jordan Rules TSP. Let us know what games you want us to talk about. I wanted to mention the reason why I was stumbling is because I want to mention the the contest. Yep. So we have a contest with the autographed mini helmet. It was going to end October first, but I'm making an executive decision. We're extending that. Yeah. We're extending it to November first. Yep to get more people to apply. So November 1st, it's ending. Make sure to follow Taproom Sports Podcast on Instagram at Taproom underscore sports on Twitter. You have a chance to win an autographed mini football helmet. It's a mystery. We're going to find out who it is. Like Ben and I literally have no idea who it is. It's sealed. It's packaged up. We have a video on our Instagram. You can see it for yourself. Uh, We'll, We'll put up another post as well. We are going to be doing more posts for it. We're going to push it. Yeah. November 1st is the deadline. That's when we're going to be doing it. And that's just Make for sure the winner. Second place just for the uh, $50 Tavour gift card. Yep. And then we're giving away some TSP merchandise. So make sure to tap in with us. Follow us. Hit us up. TaproomSportsPodcast.com. Whatever. Hit us up on all the socials everywhere. Everywhere, man. Everywhere. Yep. We always engage in with everybody. So holler at us. Let us know. For Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson, I am Jordan. Stacks on stacks on stacks. Last, we will catch y'all next week. Or we'll catch y'all on Friday. There we go. We'll catch y'all on APR on Thursday, too. And we've been Lots hey, I mean, Mr. Big Ball and Ben Larson here went 2-0 and on his best bets in football right. last week. Yep. And 9-7 and on the week. I'm going to go 2-0 and on, uh, on Taproom's best bets, too. Hey, let's go. Talking to you broke bitches. I got money now. All a nigga understanding. Since that check came in, everybody talking like a nigga acting funny now. That don't matter. All I hear is since that check came in. I love it when you talk to me. Hey.